This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, with the change in the weather in the uh, last, well, 12 hours or so, it seems that uh, there have been situations where people have experienced severe flooding. Uh, I know roadways have been flooded out. We had the uh, Bayview Extension uh, south of River Street actually flooded right over. Uh, the Don River had risen over its banks, and uh, there's a railroad track there as well, spilled over that, and uh, down by Pottery Road as well. It's always susceptible to flooding. That's just an indication of the amounts of uh, snow that have fallen up to 25 centimeters, and when it all melts, pretty much, uh, it's got to go somewhere, and this has been the result, if not out and out in basements in certain neighborhoods, because the... uh, Catmint basins uh, sometimes were clogged, and we were talking to the city's director of roadways and expressways yesterday saying if neighbors could take it upon themselves, because they at uh, that point, I think, had cleared something like 1,200 in total, but couldn't get to them all. And so uh, you were implored to maybe get out there with a shovel, a rake, or something like that and clear it so the water can run off. Uh, And when it doesn't, it just collects in the ground, and sometimes even if you don't disconnect your rainwater leaders, things like that, you can get the severe flooding, too. Uh, what does that do? How does that order for insurance claims? Let's find out. Peter, Peter Karajargis is the Director of Consumer and Industry Relations with the Insurance Bureau of Canada, and he's joined us on the line. Peter, good to have you back on the show. Hi there. Hey, always good to talk to you, John. All right. Uh, so how is this latest spate of uh, warm weather after a big snow dump uh, affected insurance claims? Have you seen a spate come in? Well, the uh, the water has just started to, I guess, melt, and the snow's starting to melt. We're just uh, waiting to see what happens. I know that there are, have been instances where, because of the snow melt, uh, the water has uh, entered people's homes and basements. Um, so it's still at the early stages. Um, the message had gone out before uh, the warm weather uh, had arrived that people should be taking some steps to Uh, mitigate potential damage like making sure that snow is is away from their properties because all that snow is 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 frozen water basically and now that it's thawing out and uh, and and we're seeing the impacts of it uh, again on our roads uh, and and potentially in people's homes and basements. And if people don't do things to mitigate the damage does that uh, perhaps potentially uh, disqualify a claim? No, no, not at all. Uh, the critical thing for people, though, to understand is is that they need to review their insurance policy and the coverages uh, to see if they have the right type of policy and the right type of coverage. Because water damage uh, through a burst pipe, for example, or a hole in your roof is covered. Uh, but if you get into situations of seepage and water, sort of uh, over land water entering people's homes, not all policies come with that as basic coverage. You, you have to add that on as an additional coverage, and, and more and more co- companies, insurance companies are offering that. But not every consumer yet has taken that up on their policy, obviously. So people need to sit back and review their policies and see what they are covered for, because in some instances, there may not be coverage for this type of water damage. All right. When you talk about water damage and burst pipes, for example, uh, if people fail to, say, shut off uh, the water valve going to the outside, uh, which makes it susceptible to freezing and bursting, is that on them or is it something that insurance would cover? Oh, insurance policies typically cover um, frozen pipes or damage from 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 frozen pipes. Uh, it's just the resulting damage uh, that's covered. The actual cause of that 
uh, may not be. So again, it's critical for people to sit down, insurance policies or contracts, and understand what it says in your contract, what your policy covers you for, and what it doesn't cover you for. In some cases, we do get into situations during the winter months because of the heating season uh, that there may be stipulations within policies that you may not be covered if you are away from your home for a certain number of days and no one has checked in on it, or if you haven't turned the water off when you left your property. So, so there are specific details that people need to review and make sure they're aware of, especially in the winter months. I remember talking last week about black ice, and uh, we are apt to see these conditions again. Anybody slipping on black ice isn't necessarily covered because I guess the rationale at the time was you're in control of the vehicle ultimately. Exactly, exactly. And that still applies this week, John. Unfortunately, uh, they are calling for a freeze and, and a drop in temperatures tonight and tomorrow. Uh, so people need to be cautious uh, when they do uh, drive. And again, as p- pedestrians should be cautious as well in terms of, uh, uh, of, of their, uh, uh, their surroundings. Homeowners, critically here too, and, and the City of Toronto and other municipalities encourage homeowners to, to be nice and clear their ice. Uh, homeowners should take steps to try and uh, minimize the potential uh, for ice buildup using salt and, and, and the like uh, so that uh, it's a joint effort. It's a, it's a community response that we need to make sure that we're all safe uh, on our sidewalks and on our roads. Yeah, and in the case of homeowners and the sidewalks that are on city property out in front of their homes, if they don't keep those in a passable condition, they could be, I guess, sued civilly, could they not? Well, the potential is there. The potential is there that, that a lawsuit uh, could be made if, if someone was injured. Uh, and again, uh, taking the steps necessary uh, may minimize the likelihood of someone uh, being uh, injured because of that. Uh, so we need to uh, ensure that the message gets out, that people uh, should try and, and minimize the potential uh, for injury on their property. Uh, and, and so that is something, again, that municipalities try and, and uh, promote and encourage people to do. Uh, so we need to take that advice to heart and uh, and make sure that we have taken steps to minimize the likelihood of, of slipping and falls uh, around our homes when things freeze up. All right, and if somebody does in that event, does homeowners insurance cover it? Well, your homeowner's policy does cover you for liability. So, yes, uh, you should make sure that you do notify your insurance company uh, right away um, so that they can uh, open up a claim and, and, and walk you through the steps required um, to to handle that if it does arise. I'm guessing that's almost red meat for personal injury lawyers who want to go after the insurance companies or those those types of claims. Would you agree? Well, you know, there are a lot of them advertising out there, and it costs a lot of money to advertise, and so where do they get that money, I guess, from uh, from situations like that when they do uh, sue individuals? So uh, it, it gets to be a vicious circle and something that, unfortunately, uh, as an insurance industry, we see a lot of. Uh, and municipalities also see a lot of it in, in terms of uh, uh, the risks and exposures that um, that open them up to lawsuits. Again, with Pete Karagiorgios, the Director of Consumer and Industry Relations with the Insurance Bureau of Canada. Finally, I've got to ask you, because in past, I believe we've discussed where uh, the claim being made that the climate change is leading to uh, more adverse effects, uh, like flooding, for example, and uh, forest fires. There's been a story that uh, the CBC had to retract a claim, I guess, that came uh, from one of your spokespeople, if I've got it right. Uh, It was mentioned in the National Post late last week. 
where it's really uh, seen to be a fallacious claim. Climate change is not impacting things like uh, severe flooding and so on and so forth. How do you respond? Well, that was one individual who uh, who took offense to a story that reported on a study that was made. And I think one just needs to look around at what happens uh, with weather, what how it impacts us uh, as, as residents, as community members. And, and we know that um, we are facing climate change, and it is amp- impacting our communities. And so uh, as, as residents, as individuals, as citizens, we can all make up our mind. But I think uh, uh, the key point here is that we need to be mindful of the impact that severe weather is having on our communities. Um, we saw a record snowfall for January a few weeks ago. If that was summertime, that would likely translate to a, a record rainfall. Uh, and, and so we are seeing these types of events happen with greater intensity, uh, and they are impacting our communities. And so um, the reality of the situation is, is, as we can see, is that we are paying the price for the impact that we're seeing through climate change. All right. But the CBC went with that report and had to retract it because the Robinsman said that the, the information was misleading. Well, and- they said it wasn't it was wasn't balanced reporting. And, and I think that also flies in the face of the fact that, you know, this was a, a, a request made by one individual. Uh, and so that is uh, the key point here is that you need to have balance. And so that was, I guess, what the concern was, is that there wasn't a, a balanced approach. And, and I think we can appreciate that. Uh, and again, individuals can make up their mind and, and look at what's happening in society and through weather and impact on climate. Uh, and, and what is that a balance uh, of? And, and we're seeing that more and more uh, of these types of storms are impacting our communities. All right. I'll leave it at that. Uh, I appreciate your weighing in this afternoon. Thank you for your time. Always a pleasure, John. Always good talking to you. Have a great day. Thank you. Pete Caragiorgios, Director of Consumer and Industry Relations with the Insurance Bureau of Canada. Well, I was a report, and frankly, uh, Terrence Corkman wrote a nice piece about it in the Post on February 1, if you wanted to look it up. The CBC report was misrepresenting science and insurance risks, according to... uh, a member of the Ontario Society of Professional Engineers who complained to the CBC and uh, saying the CBC's coverage had failed to comply with journalistic standards in assessing and reporting on the industry's claims. Anyway, Environment Canada has been added to indicate their statistics show no increase in rainfall or extreme rain events beyond normal variations. Oh, well, there you go. A tug of war, I guess, between the insurance, because I guess the insurance folk want to say uh, we've got to hike premiums. Uh, climate change has now added this dimension uh, heretofore unforeseen that we would be going into a new realm of uh, all kinds of liability and so on and so forth. Just wanted to bring that balance to the discussion, as it were. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.